The first one should be easy, right? By your standards. You know, do you know how to spell Giannis Antetokounmpo? Giannis Antetokounmpo. G-I-A-N-N-I-S-A-N-T-E-T-O-K-O-U-N-P-O. What the? I can't even get it looking at the paper. What's up, what's up, and welcome to Certified Buckets, the can't-miss NBA podcast where we hit on all things hoops and culture, brought to you by Uninterrupted. I am your girl, Ashley Nicole Moss, and I am back from the beautiful island of Antigua where I am tanned, refreshed, and ready to go with my fellas, Christian Winfield and Lethal Shooter. What is going on, guys? How are you doing? I'm free. I'm free from quarantine. <laughs> I am no longer bound by the shackles of COVID-19. You feel me? I'm Listen. good. I stepped outside for the first time in 11 days yesterday. Got a haircut today. You feel me? So the and froze because you in brick New York City. So I know he was cold. Yeah, OD. But you know what I'm saying? You got to do what you got to do to get the haircut. You right. feel me? I done, I, done tried, I done tried it through rain, hail, sleet, snow. You know what I'm saying? I didn't try to through the hood to get a barber <laughs> to get to the barber shop. You feel me? You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do. Got your, you gotta let your barber come to you and hook it up. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I had COVID. He wasn't pulling oh, up. Oh, that is true. That is true. That's <laughs> factual yeah, facts. Look at nowhere. you being a good Samaritan. I'm here for that. Come on, energy. you know. Everyone you know be vibes. like Christian. What would Christian do? Hashtag what would Christian do? WWKD. <laughs> Well, listen, guys, we want to go ahead and first and foremost, thank you so much for supporting the show. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you happen to be listening. Get at us on social media at Certified Buckets. No vowels in the word buckets. Why? Because we're too cool for all of that. We're on Instagram and Twitter. Interact with us and you might just hear your comments on the next show. Now, listen, guys, we alluded to it on past shows, but On this particular episode of Certified Buckets, we are going to celebrate the fact that Christian Winfield himself, can I get a drum roll, please, is a certified (laughs) voter. Certified. Yes, ma'am. First time voter in this year's all-star game. Christian, listen, we you are now in the exclusive company of the basketball media. How does it feel? What would you like to say to your fans, your supporters and your haters? Oh, man. Oh, (laughs) man. I could go so many different directions with this one. But remember, this is is a time show. So let's let's, I know it's 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 an honor. It's it's an honor. You know, this was you know, I I low key cried when when I got the notification, because this is one of the things when I was a little kid. You know what I'm saying? Deciding that I was I was going to be a, a basketball reporter. That was one of the tangible goals that I set. Like, one day, Aww. I want to be able to vote in the All-Star game. You know what I'm saying? And boom, here I am voting for All-Star Stars. Dream come true. High key. So Where were you when it happened? Funny story. Um, I was at my crib. I was at the crib. And I look at my phone. And I get a text from um Mark Broussard, who's, in the, who's with the NBA. And he goes, hey, man, we didn't get your response back about All-Star Starters. Mm. I'm like, huh? Didn't get a response. So what happened, you know, like, with... When you have a media email address, you get emails from PR teams right. all day, right. all night. And yeah. that floods that floods your email address. Right. So sometimes you don't even get to see the important shit. And I have an email in there that's a couple, maybe two weeks old almost, oh, talking about, goodness. hey, almost we want you to... Right. Yeah, I, I got it. He texted me about 45 minutes to an hour before the cutoff. Had oh, I not, had I not responded at yeah. 6 o'clock that time, they'd have gave my vote to somebody else. So as soon as he texted me, I was like, oh, shit, saw it. Actually grabbed the email, filled it out. Amazing. I was I was floored, but I almost missed it. It was crazy. Let this be a lesson to you folks. Check your inbox. Check Organize the mailbox. your email. This is the same thing. That the same thing happened with this podcast. Uninterrupted. Shout out to Adma. Right. She sent me an email to an email address that I don't use anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the email was time sensitive. We had like 48 hours to right. respond. Right. And at like hour 45, I checked that email for some reason. And right. here I am. Now I'm your, now I'm your co-host. Listen, you got to make bro. sure you got to make sure that you, you know, you check those inboxes. I mean, yeah. unless yeah. you're me, I don't I don't dive into the request of my DMs because I'm yeah. not taking that route. But outside yeah. of that, <laughs> make sure you That's crazy. Yeah, there's some dark things in that in that corner <laughs> yeah. of Instagram that I, I just don't want to dive into. Your, your so. comment section, your comment section should be doused in holy water. Yeah, it's, it's 
it's, it's filthy. <laughs> it's it's absolutely filthy. I'm and the DMs are a lot worse. Holy water. It's no, it's it's uh, sick. And the DMs are only, you know, <laughs> 10 I times worse. You. But we're I gonna we're gonna bring it out of my DMs and back back to basketball. So there's a lot to get into with this all-star game. It's gonna be interesting because some of the biggest names are not gonna be participating due to injury and things like that, i.e. Right, Kevin sure. Durant. Right. And then that gives also that leaves some spaces for some newcomers and people right. who are going to be making their all-star appearance for the very first time, which is also very exciting. So let's get into it. It's an all-star ballot edition of 315. All right, y'all. Check ball. It's time for us to go three on five. We're going to start out on the West side. Christian, you had two guards and three front court players to fill out your lineup. Start with the guards. Who did you go with? It was really easy for me to vote for the guards. Wow. Uh, Steph Curry, unanimous, oh, hands yeah. down, all-star star. It doesn't make sense. The second part of that was, okay, well, who do I vote for here in the backcourt, right? right? Do I go with a guy like Luka, who we've seen just time and time again be able to put the, the Mavericks on his back? Or do I go with a young, dynamic guard like John Morant, right. who was just absolutely sensational. And then a lot of it boiled down to who do I actually want to see in this All-Star game? Right. And I went with Ja. Right. Uh, I voted Ja over Luka just because of when you look at what he's been able to do in such a short period of time. Ashley, I know you're smiling over there because Ja's your guy, but I came around. You know what I'm saying? As, as Earlier in the season, I was thinking, uh, you know, I want to see more. He's, he showed me more. You All know right. what I'm saying? Hashtag so, so That's them, right? Ja, ja, ja got my Western Conference guard vote right next to uh, Steph Curry in that backcourt. And it was tough because I was, you know, I was talking, I was thinking, you know, do we do Chris Paul? Do I do Devin Booker? Someone from the Phoenix Sun should probably be that person that makes it in that backcourt. Right. But then it's like, I've got to split hairs between Chris Paul and Devin Booker, right? right. Whereas right. like both of those guys are equally contributing to the Sun's success, in my opinion. Right. Whereas when you look at John Moran, I mean, oh. that's his show. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how as, I as a, as a, I'm not on your level with the votes. You know, that's, <laughs> that's different. But for somebody that can just talk about it, I, I don't think I don't think you made a bad decision, bro. I think um how great Jaws playing Astrodomus told us this months ago. Mm-hmm. What he was gonna do. But say my name, great, say my name. Okay. How great he's, we, can we not call Ash? I thought that's what we had to call her. That was a one episode. Okay, no, okay. It wasn't. I, 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 no, it okay. Wasn't. no, You need some more. You need some more accurate takes. No, it wasn't. Okay. Okay. I, I, I got a whole I won't, season's I won't, worth of accurate I won't, takes. I don't know about that. But there you go. But like I was saying, like for you to pick him over Luca, I think you did a great job because the Memphis Grizzlies are actually playing great basketball. All due respect to Dallas. And I think for you to pick him over Chris and and D book, like you said, they're they're a team. Not saying that Ja don't got that piece beside him, but it's like those are two power guys next to each other. And I think I think you did a great job. And that's why they have people like you making these type of decisions because you guys know what you're Appreciate doing. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah. Appreciate you. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but oh, I do oh agree. My, God. <laughs> yeah, my ballot, my ballot's gonna get y'all gonna have some questions for me because my ballot gets a little freaky soon. Oh, so man. oh God. But yeah, I gotta, yeah. you know, it's it's hard, especially again, we talk about this all the time. The West is so stacked and although the East is starting to, you know, come up to speed or be brought up to speed rather when it comes to the amount of talent and the amount of competitiveness, it still doesn't take away from the fact that the West is still, you know, a couple hairs ahead of them still. they got some time sure. to go. So there's so much talent to choose from. And especially looking at the top five teams in the West, I mean, alone, there's so many people to choose from. So to having, having to narrow it down is probably just such a tough decision, even from yeah. a fan voting aspect. I mean, I think they have it maybe a, they have it slightly easier only because it's like, oh, I'm a Chris Paul fan, better vote for him. But when you're, yeah. you know, an actual voter in terms of the media, you feel it's your responsibility to be Make accurate right. exactly. in your in your picks and not yeah. just go ahead and pick based on who you like, who you don't your like. Feelings. Who, yeah. Yeah, your right. feelings. Yeah, your feelings. You're supposed to look at it from a more logical, you know, analytical standpoint. Yeah. And, you know, analytics and logistics included. It's still yeah. extremely hard to just narrow it down to two guards yeah. when there's yeah. so many talented guards in yeah. the West yeah. alone. Yeah, no, that's real. And, and that's why, too, like I was saying before, that's why they have to, unfortunately, pick people like you because, like... What you do, people you don't. Like you. No, I'm saying because he doesn't. <laughs> he he's not going to pick because of, okay, I, I I like this guy. If that guy isn't playing good, you know, people like Chris are going to call him out. And, or even yeah. if he does like that guy, he's playing bad. People like him are going to say, you know what, he doesn't deserve to be in. The well, don't game. gas him yet, Lethal, because we haven't got to the East yet. All right, that's where things yeah. get sticky. Okay, <laughs> things, things about to get sticky out west too. Okay, oh, that's where, th- that's where all things these compliments. Can get sticky. All right, just go ahead before uh, I talk again. 
We're going to stay on, you know, the West side and we're going to talk about the men up front now. Okay. okay? So the big guys, you know, the dual threat big boys that are now existing (laughs) in the NBA. Christian, there were three forwards from the Western Conference that you had to choose to start in the All-Star game. Break it down for me. Who'd you have? Who'd you leave behind? Sure. So first and foremost, I think it goes without saying I I, I voted LeBron as an All-Star well, starter. Um, I mean, it just makes sense. You know, um, the Lake, if you take LeBron off that Lakers team, as much as a, of a train wreck as they've been, they're still in the hunt for it. You take him off the floor. This is an Athlete Empowerment Podcast. We're not going to go in on Russell Westbrook right now. And you also are on the now. Uninterrupted Spring Hill Podcast. So you weren't going to take him off the voting. <laughs> right, right, right. They go, you'll check. You ain't dumb. <laughs> uninterrupted had nothing to do with my with my oh, voting decision-making. But I mean, LeBron's, his, his, uh, his play speaks for itself. Even in a bad season, which you would call this season, he's averaging, what, 29 point something points, just going crazy, crazy. trying to do as much as he can to carry the load. Um, So he... I'm saying unanimous all-star starter, in my opinion. The center position got a little tricky, um, but not really, because at the end of the day, I felt like I would rather want to watch Nikola Jokic Mm. than Rudy Gobert, you know? And and to me, that's what it boils down to, right? If you're talking about centers, sure, maybe Rudy Gobert is having a a great impact on Utah season. And I feel bad that Utah may not even have an all-star starter, but... To be clear, if I'm picking one center over the other, over the other, I'm going Nikola Jokic over Rudy Gobert just just because of yeah. what type of game he plays. Just I think when you think of an All Star game, you want to see something. I mean, Nikola Jokic is the closest thing we've seen to Larry Bird in quite some time. Maybe a different version of him. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I love his game. Um, and now this is gonna be the part where you guys get at me oh. because that last forward spot is okay. very very difficult. Right. Because you look at a guy like Andrew Wiggins, who's having a great season with the Warriors. But is he a starter? Is he an all star starter? In my opinion, I didn't think so. Oh, I think he's having having a great season. And and then I I, already knew he wasn't going to give Wiggins Mm. no love. He's he's been on the Wiggins, Mm. you know, eh, for training for a while. He's Wiggins is averaging 18 points, four rebounds and two assists a game. Right. If, If that's an all star starter to you, then. I don't know, right? And and granted, this is this is it's 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 more than just numbers. It's his fit within this Warriors system as well. To be honest, I wouldn't have felt comfortable sleeping sleeping with myself that night if I if Who'd I voted you go for with, then? Who'd you go with? Is this is where it gets tough, right? So I was looking across the league, and I'm like, okay, well, who else do I I give this my is the, vote this to? This is the buildup for a disappointing this, or controversial yeah, because pick. I, I literally just because praised this is, this you is what for people, five minutes straight. This is what oh, people man. do. This is what people do. Where you know, like when your mom used to like ask you, okay, what did you do? Well, you know yeah, what yeah, happened. Yeah. You know, I was the I was the thing. <laughs> you what got did, suspended well, from did, school. What did well, you right, do? Right. Well, <laughs> well here's what I did. Here's what I did. Okay, Drum roll. I, Just... I I voted for Paul George, right? And Paul George is someone who's averaging twenty four some odd points. For me, that that was the tough. This was the toughest decision for me. It was like because who else can I vote for other than him that would be a worthy All Star starter? And to me, I I didn't see any names. I would rather if Paul George isn't going to play in the game, I'd rather the commissioner pick somebody else than me vote for somebody that I didn't feel comfortable voting for. I didn't feel comfortable voting for Andrew Wiggins. I know he's averaging 18 points, one of the best seasons of his career, but is he an all-star starter in my opinion? No. You know what I'm saying? Then you go down the line, right? Like, am I voting for two centers? Do I vote for Rudy Gobert alongside Nikola Jokic? No. Right? Do I keep going down? Do I vote Chris Ops No. Do I vote any of the, do I vote Carl Anthony Towns? No, because I'm already going with Jokic. It, it was kind of like a process elimination of elimination there for me that led me to vote for Paul George. Even if he's not going to be healthy for the game, I still think he is the best caliber player for the open all-star starter spot. And that's why I voted for him. You were willing to die on this Andrew Wiggins. I didn't feel comfortable. Hill. like it's... I have to, I have to, because, because everyone else is going to ask you, why didn't you vote for Andrew Wiggins? I, I just don't think he's an all-star starter. We're going to go ahead and sorry about this lethal, but we're going to head to the best side, the best coast. And that's the East coast. <laughs> I'm from the East right? coast. But go ahead. Oh, that's true. That yeah, is true. I keep forgetting. You're, you're in L.A., but you, you're you an East yeah. Coaster I'm, like I'm, me I've only been Christian. living here for four years, right? right. Okay. Neither grew up Listen, with them wolves. We're going to head to the best coast then. The home the home coast of all three of us then. And that's the <laughs> East side. And we're yeah. going to start with the backcourt there. Christian, two guards you had to vote for to represent the Eastern Conference in the All-Star game. Who were they? The the first guard was very easy to pick. That was Demar Derozan. Mm. Demar, um, I say it. Any, Demar, I oh, like Jesus it. Oh Jesus Christ! Here we go. <laughs> oh my he's God. having an incredible season. Anytime I think about Demar Derozan, I think about those game winners he hit in back to back games. One of them was off one leg, and the other one was was something that was crazy. At that point, I knew I was going to vote for him just because of the the tremendous season he was having. Um, but the second guard spot, you know, it could have gone either way. You know, I had penciled in James Harden very early, but then when you look at the way he's been playing this season. 
you know, I was looking for reasons not to vote for him, mm. right? And the reason statistically, they, or from a number standpoint, he's averaging 22.7 points per game. That's the, the least amount of points he's averaged since he got traded from the Thunder. He's averaging, uh, he's shooting 41.9% from the field, worst, worst, least efficient season since his rookie year. He's averaging, he's shooting 33.8% from three, worst of his career, averaging, what, 4.8 turnovers, third worst in his career. You know, you can just keep adding these numbers up and it's like, this guy doesn't look like an all-star starter. And then you watch him pick apart Zach Levine when they go play the Bulls in Chicago, right? At that point, I'm like, okay, well, if I have to pick between these two guys, I just watch James Harden destroy him and then also hang 15 assists on his teammates, right? You look at a guy like Trey Young, who's also in the mix, but the Hawks are too many games below 500 for me to give them an all-star starter. I'm sorry, right? And the only other guy that I really felt comfortable maybe even giving my time voting as an all-star starter was Darius Garland. Darius Garland is playing incredible basketball right now, but I didn't think he, you know, I like him as an all-star reserve. I don't necessarily think he's a starter this year. So I ended up voting for James Harden because there was nobody else that I felt like was going to take that spot away from him. Well, outside of, you know, the reasons that you mentioned, being a beat writer for the Brooklyn Nets, do you feel an additional layer of pressure to vote for James Harden or any Nets player to be part of the All-Star game, whether or not they would have deserved it? No, I wouldn't say additional pressure. You know, like, I couldn't vote for Kyrie. Even if I wanted to vote for Kyrie, Mm. um, he hasn't played enough games, right? Let's just, I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying, destroy my credibility. by. But that also goes to the point of lethal, where it's just a fan favorite thing because Kyrie does have a substantial amount of votes. Yeah, he does. And, And to be fair, he's played very well since rejoining the team. It's just a matter of he hasn't played long enough this season, right? And the fan vote only accounts for 50%. Um, In terms of voting for James Harden, I mean, or not voting for him, would it have been tough for me to not vote for him, then tell the world I'm not voting for him, and then have to interview him after (laughs) games? Yeah, that'd be tough. But that's my job, right? Like, it's we're we're paid. We're not paid to be buddy-buddy with that. imagine James Harden, Christian, being like, so James, how do you feel about, you know, the amount of minutes that you... Hey, yo. You ain't vote for me, right? <laughs> Next question. Next question. Next question. Next question. That'd have been crazy. Next question. <laughs> That'd have been crazy. Um, but no, nah, I didn't feel any any additional pressure per se. You know, I, I was honestly looking for reasons not to vote for James Harden because I don't think he's played up to an all-star. He, he definitely does hasn't played to Houston Harden status. He doesn't even look like the, the James Harden the Nets got last year. He certainly doesn't look like an MVP this year. But he looks like the second best guard in the in the East, even still, because once you consider all the factors, all so many players in and out of the lineup with the Nets because of COVID, because of injuries. You got Kyrie, who's only here every other game because he's on the road and not able to play at home. And then you still got James Harden, who has to basically figure out how to play so many different styles. You know, you don't have Kevin Durant for the next few weeks because he hurt his MCL. He's still averaging 10.1 assists, trying to keep everybody together. Uh, I think that warrants an all-star starters uh nod, even if it hasn't been a pretty season for him. Well, we can't, you know, ignore the fact that, you know, when speaking about James Harden, there's a lot of rumors that have been circulating in the past 48 hours um, regarding his unhappiness in Brooklyn for a multitude of reasons. Some people say it's tax related and he's not, you know, those New York (laughs) taxes kind of slap him in the face, which listen, I can understand being a New Yorker who moved to Florida. There's a whole lot more cash in my bank account than ever before. So I can understand doing it in reverse. Um, Also, you know, he's saying there's reports saying that, you know, the lifestyle in Brooklyn or just living in Brooklyn, making that transition from Houston to Brooklyn has been drastic. And it's not something that he's thoroughly enjoying. I also could have told you that if you're not from New York, it could be a huge culture shock. And he's also sure. there in the dead of winter. And everyone knows your first New York winter, when you're not accustomed to it, will humble you real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, really quick. <laughs> it's all cute when you watch it on TV. It's yeah. like, all oh, the snow. And then you step yeah. outside and there's a bum and a, a mile-high pile of black snow that you got to oh, jump oh over. Goodness. It's not a fun time. But, yeah. you know, and then also from a basketball standpoint, Kyrie Irving is a part-time player, refuses to get vaccinated to change his status. Now Kevin Durant dealing with the MCL. So it seems that for a team that was supposed to be a sure thing when James Harden joined it, everything and anything that could prevent it from being that has happened. Now, obviously, we know that there's fabrications to these reports and there's some Parmesan, if you will, on a lot of them. (laughs) But in, in your knowledge, what pieces are true and what pieces would you say mm, they're a little bit fabricated? 
Uh, that's a great question. You know, there's a lot of, there's some truth to some of the reporting uh, from my guy, Jake Fisher, uh, works for Bleacher Report. He is, and this is why I would also tell people to kind of chill on some of his reporting, not because of the caliber of reporter he is, but he's a Philadelphia-based reporter in many respects. He lives in New York, I believe, but he he's from Philly. In his bio, it says he's born just outside of Philadelphia. He's the one who wrote the book on the Philadelphia 76ers tanking and how that changed the entire franchise and really the NBA. Uh, and you're seeing this report come out literally days after Daryl Morey. You see all these reports coming out from Daryl Morey targeting James Harden. Now he's talking about what he will or won't accept. Not only that, but the report that Ruben, or one of the owners of the 76ers, yeah. is really close with Lil Baby, yeah. who also is really close with James Harden. So it's like a six degrees <laughs> of separation type of thing. Yeah. And, and on, <laughs> on top of that, James Harden is close to Meek Mill yeah. and Meek Mill is close to Michael Rubin. And that's in Philadelphia. So you can see all those stars aligning. And then, you know, Jake also mentioned a couple of things about how Steve Nash has been running his rotations. And that's something oh. that we've talked about all season. Yeah. It's tough. But I've written about these things, so I have to say it out loud. I remember you said not. it a long yeah, time ago about I've the said it. Yeah. The rotations are are not okay. He's we we're right now, this is where we're on Wednesday right now when this when this podcast comes out. He the, in the games leading up to uh the Laker game, Steve Nash has started at least one rookie seven straight games and two rookies four straight yeah. games, right? And now you're you're asking James Harden to balance this this idea that you want to have these rookies in the lineup when you've got veterans, you've got James Johnson, DeAndre Bembry, Bruce Brown chilling. But now because you want to play rookies, you got to trade Paul Millsap because he's unhappy with his role. Right. And, right? and that's kind of confusing because like for the role that you guys need him for, y'all not asking him to get 20 and 10. Y'all just need him to, exactly. stre right. to stretch the floor out, maybe make a jump shot here and there, play some defense and grab some rebounds. I'm right. surprised you guys are going to let him leave. Bro, there's this. It's a lot going on yeah. uh, in Brooklyn. But at the same time, right, you, you, you look at all that and then you also remember Daryl Morey is the GM yeah. in in Philadelphia. Yeah. He was the GM in in Houston yeah. when Harden won MVP. Yeah. So there are there are breadcrumbs, but at the same time, there's uh, there's other numbers you you can't ignore. There's there's five, which is the number of years Kevin Durant is under contract in Brooklyn. Right beyond this year, he just signed his extension. And there's 270 million. That's how much money James Harden has on the table from Brooklyn if he opts in and then takes the extension. Whole lot of money. Uh, the Sixers can only offer four years, 200 million. Can That's you 70 million dollars if you leave it on the about table. About taxes. When you're worth half a billion dollars, yeah, I that, I didn't I didn't I didn't I read too like, much about because he's rich. On top of that, there? yeah, <laughs> on top of that, I don't think he's saving much in taxes if he goes to Philly. And then he's on top not. of that, the weather the weather in Philly, I mean, there, was, there was something in the there was something in yeah there was something in the report about him not enjoying the climate in in New York. And if you go to Philly, that's not that much different. Um, I can so, I can understand. You know, I agree. I, I didn't read too much into the money, the taxes. I didn't read too much yeah. into the weather because Houston gets cold also. Obviously not New York, Philly cold, yeah. but it gets cold. But I think for me, it's kind of looking in between the lines. And I think more so along the lines of the environment and the taxes and the weather, you have to understand also, I think this is probably the more realistic aspect, the more realistic possibility of the story itself and what sure. the underlying truth probably is. James Harden comes from a city, from a franchise that let him do whatever he wanted. And also he was in a city that a lot of the times doesn't get those big names. He revived that franchise. Okay, James, whatever you want. You're the king of Houston. I mean, he has a restaurant there. He has... Harden weekend out in Houston. I mean, it literally was James Harden and Houston. They went hand in hand. And also, although the success wasn't what he wanted, the freedom to be that guy was always there. Now you go to Brooklyn where you're taking a backseat to Kevin Durant and that was okay, but under the premise that you would be winning and you would be winning championships. And now it's like the promise of that Every single game you play seems further and further away because everything that can go wrong is going wrong. It's easy to kind of ignore your environment and the difference, you know, in the media and, you know, in the worship of the fan base and your surroundings when when you're winning and when you're, you know, you're on a conducive, constructive, just functional team. It's easy to notice all the things that are going wrong when the court the one place that's supposed to be the haven, the one thing that's supposed to be the guarantee, the sure thing, is no longer the sure thing because now you got Kyrie only there half the time. Kevin Durant is hurt. Last season, James Harden was hurt. Last season, Kyrie Irving was hurt. Now it's just like a compile of a lot of things that you did not sign up for. And I think that probably is the more realistic 
um, mindset of him than anything else. Yeah, I was just I was going to agree with you. This is not the situation that he mm-hmm. technically signed up for being out there with Kyrie only there half the time. Kevin, I mean, injuries happen, right? Right. But when you have another superstar player who is not available half the time, and then you've got a head coach who's not playing his best players mm-hmm. to win the games all the time. I can understand how that become frustrating for him as well. Listen, there's, there's a whole lot of drama in Brooklyn and Madison Square Garden too, so we're not off the hook. Hey. But that's a different conversation. <laughs> we're going to head to the front court in the East and, you know, right. let me know who'd you cast your ballot for. This was the, the front court in the East was the easiest for me to fill mm-hmm. out. Um, Joel Embiid, incredible at what he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Franchise altering talent, not even, no, no brainer. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, mm-hmm. same thing. Franchise altering talent, incredible at what he does. Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. franchise altering talent, incredible at what he mm-hmm. does. That was the easy. Those are the easiest three picks I did on my All Star ballot. Yeah, cake. I mean, I don't yeah. think there's any, you know, qualms about arguing that on this yeah. side. Ashadamas yeah. agrees with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now before we round out three on five, the All Star edition brought to you by Christian Winfield, All Star voter. Go ahead and clap you know that up. Vibes. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. Um, and we're gonna head to topic number five. And now that the starters have, are out of the way. Out of all the players we didn't mention, okay, we did not mention, who are you most excited to see in the game? Oh, um, I think we're going to see a few first-time All-Stars. Um, I love a first-timer. I, we'll I think LaMelo is going to be a first-time All-Star this year. I, I really hope Darius Garland gets the nod. And the reserves are chosen by the coaches, and the coaches usually do a pretty good job of getting that done. I'm excited to see both of those two. And then on top of that, can we get Anthony Edwards in the All-Star game? Can uh, can we do that? I would, I mean, maybe not, but he is, is it, just is one hurt? of the most. Um, I saw him take, I I told him take a three. Oh, nasty. man, I, I didn't not. see that. I, I hope not, man. I hope not. He's, okay. yeah, I hope, I hope I hope he's okay. one of he's one of the most fun players to watch. So much fun. Um Kind of almost as fun as watching the job. Yeah. Um, and then I, I'm 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 expecting the Phoenix Suns to get that Atlanta Hawks team. Remember that really good Atlanta Hawks team that didn't have any All Star starters, but they had four different reserves. I'm expecting to see Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and either DeAndre Ayton or or Mikhail Bridges uh, as reserves for sure. All right. So follow up to that, then Lethal, mm-hmm. give me a player who has Uh-oh. never made an All Star game. Never made an all-star game that you would like to see get their first nomination. I'm gonna have to agree with uh Chris with this. I want to go with Darius because the no mm. nobody expected Cleveland to be fifth in the uh, East right now. And especially after Colin Sexton got that's hurt. what I was about to say. And and his I mean, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. He's he's showing us that he's a floor general. He's showing us that yeah, that he can lead a team when they need points, not not just points. That guy is 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 getting people the ball like 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 an efficient vet NBA point guard. You know what I mean? Um, mm. He's doing so good under pressure. Um, another thing I love about him is not like he's not with all the antics on the court. He's just playing basketball, getting it done. Like when he snatched people and they he's not doing the extra. He's trying to knock down a jump shot. So I feel like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the people, DeJounte, he, he's having a great season, but they're not doing as good as the Cavs. I mean, Miles I would Bridge- love DeJounte yeah. in a Knicks jersey. I really yeah. would. Oh, no, I, I mean, everybody really wore the Knicks jersey right now. But. No, but I've always been a fan of DeJounte Murray. Yeah. I love his game. Yeah. I also just love his story outside of the game. He's been yeah. through so much, and he just carries himself with so much grace and just, yeah. you know, dignity. And I think he's he has so much talent. And yeah. I just, I think he could do wonders in a bigger market. Not that, you know, San Antonio is anything to laugh at. I mean, you're playing for one of the greatest coaches ever. Yeah. Um, but I think that for his game to be taken to the next level, which I think he has the capabilities of doing so. He, he just needs to be in a market where there's more eyes on him. So, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I agree with everything that you both said. Now, before we move on to our special guest, I do want to go ahead and note per our amazing producers that after Anthony Edwards took that hit, that fall in the game, he did go on his Instagram story and post something that says, I'm good, y'all. So apparently he's okay. Um, it's nothing serious. Anthony Edwards, NBA All-Star. Rough and tough, a little tumble and all that stuff. So he's so who you, okay. So, so who would you go with, uh, guys? Who would you go with, Darius or Anthony? Uh, probably Darius. Yeah, Garland, I would go honest. Darius. Okay, yeah, I'm just making sure I, I, you yeah. guys are one of those type of people. So. <laughs> no, no, no. I would go, I would <laughs> nah, go Darius. Yeah, but we all big. know the most exciting side. Like, that's why I like you guys. The most exciting side is Anthony because what oh, comes sure. what comes with all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all, yeah. the, it's all the, the chaos yeah. and yeah. the, the, the <laughs> caricatures the, and, the, the and the laughter yeah. and the comedy. Anthony Edwards, 
Anthony Edwards for president. Yeah, yeah. 20, 2032. I could not stop thinking about Anthony Edwards when I saw A-Rod at the Packers game in the and freezing he cold, was. like bouncing back and forth with some blonde chick. Yeah. And all I could think of was Anthony Edwards saying, Who is that guy? Who's A-Rod? Yeah. Oh just my like, goodness. <laughs> the gift that keeps uh, on national giving. Treasure. National treasure. Shout out to Ant-Man. My God, we got to get him on the pod. What's yeah. up? Producers, cut that check. All right, that wraps up three on five. And now we've got a very, very, very special guest. I mean, she's a phenom on and off the basketball court at the young age of 14. I mean, can we give a very warm welcome to the show? Zaila Avagard. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. How you doing today, Zaila? How are you? We are, we are much better now that we have you on the show here <laughs> with us. And I mean, first and foremost, the first thing that stands out is that huge trophy you got right behind <laughs> you. Can you tell us about that and how you even got it? Uh, uh yeah, it's just a, a trophy I got from the state of Louisiana. It's for it's a the Pride of Louisiana Award. It's the exact name. I just got it for because of my what I did and me being from Louisiana. They decided to give me the award. I just realized you had to look at the trophy to realize, what do you have that many trophies to where you don't know which one is for what? Well, besides the Skips trophy and my, um, not really. I just wanted to get the exact name. But some, yeah. sometimes I do lose track a little bit, but. It reminds me, have you ever seen that that footage of, of Serena when she was like giving the tour of her house and she was looking at all the trophies and she goes, a second place trophy. I don't know how that got there. That's, <laughs> that's gotta be the gone. Yeah, she was yeah. like, that's gotta be in the trash. Now, Zayla, the last time I saw you was on the red carpet at the SI Awards. And guys, she had on the Kobe Grinches, which okay. are one of my what? favorite basketball shoes of all time. I was so jealous. I have yet to be able to get my hands on a pair. I don't even want to wear them. I just want to rock them. Um, <laughs> I just, I just want to rock them. And I just want to put them in a box somewhere and just look at them. I don't even want to put them on my feet. But, you know, we can't talk about the Black Mamba without talking about the White Mamba and all the other amazing WNBA players that are in the league currently or, you know, out of the league. But are there some that are specific to you? I know we talked about also on the carpet, a very special one that gave you um, a message when you spoke to her. But yeah, I'm going to let you tell this story. Are there any others that are on your radar that you look up to that you enjoy watching? Yeah, definitely. I enjoy uh, watching Diana Taurasi and uh, Mariah Jefferson. Mariah Jefferson is a big one for me. She plays in the Dallas Wings. Sure. And she was like the first girl basketball player I ever watched, like ever, when I was first starting out. So getting to meet her, oh, wow. I got to do, which was really cool. So Mariah Jefferson is definitely on that list. And when she was playing, I liked Maya Moore because mm. I, I used to watch a lot of Minnesota Lynx and she was always there. Her story really inspired me. That's great. The Dallas Wings are my favorite sports team in the history of sports team just because they're named after food. This guy. Right? Anything named, anything <laughs> named Wings, I'm, I'm a fan of. Uh, Zayla, I do have a question. You know, at, at what point did you realize that you had a passion for basketball. Like, how old were you? Do you remember when that moment was? Not just the passion. She has a ultimate skill set. I, have you seen right. her dribble basketball? Yeah, Crazy. But, yeah, but that like, skill set starts with... Like, Lethal wishes he could do that. Like, I Lethal wish. wishes oh, he goodness. could do that. I was going to say something, but I was waiting. I tried to do one of her videos, and I was like, I'm not posting this because I look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she looks. She's legit. I mean, she makes me look like nothing. I tried. I've tried. Yeah, but but Zyla, back to, to my question about right? like that that skill set, right? It has to start with, I guess, realizing that you actually enjoy basketball at a certain point. Was there a point where you realized you actually love this game? Uh yeah, right when I realized it was a surefire way to uh stay separate from my like two-year-old brother and my baby brother. Uh, <laughs> but uh, after that is when I realized how it was such a great um sort of too for my creativity and for my energy also because I'm a super energetic person uh, to an almost dangerous extent. So my ability <laughs> to drain out my energy with basketball and also my creativity really appealed to me. That is so fire. I mean, it was it one of those things where you just had a lot of energy that you were pent up and like you were just like running around the house and didn't have anything to do and then you started playing basketball and that kind of like yeah. drained your energy a bit? I'm yeah, I was kind of like here the honey boo boo when she gets her special drink. <laughs> 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 I 
What did Honey Boo Boo say in that show back then? She said, a dollar makes me holla. Holla, Honey Boo Boo. But how do you come up with, because I mean, anyone who's ever seen you dribble, if they follow you on Twitter, social media, whatever. I mean, the things that you're able to do are so out of this world. But how do you actually come up with, okay, I'm going to dribble five basketballs with my eyes closed, one hand behind my back while watching, you know, television. Like, how do you figure out what the actual and standing on top of, a of your of your dribbling <laughs> videos are going to be? Is it just man? I'm just I want to do this, and I'm just going to figure out if I can do it, or is that like a game plan? Do you actually like get inspiration from someplace? I mean, it depends. Like I've had, got inspiration from all kinds of things. Like oftentimes, I found when they like take trips, like go for business or something, I always come back with new ideas because when I'm out, I see stuff like. I might see one of those, you know, those creative water fountains that you like, where the water come from? Like those uh, water fountains and stuff, like, you know, the special ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> those were, are oftentimes where I get a lot of my uh, ideas from because you see their patterns, their looping patterns. And I, wow. can I do them with the basketballs, that type of stuff? Sheesh. Wow. I mean, you're pretty Where do cool. you get your inspo from, Lethal? Hey, I, I wish I was on her level. I mean, I... I same, just, you what? know, just going for walks and clearing my head or I, I listen to soothing music. So same exactly. Some Sade. I'm still yeah. on the fact that I'm still on the fact that she said, you know, at 14 years old, she was like, you know, when I go for business and things like that, at 14, <laughs> <laughs> if I could tell you the things I was doing at 14, I can yeah. tell you one thing I was hey, not. I was going on business. No bad influences on Zion. What do you think? Okay, what kind of 14-year-old do you think well, I was? I don't need you from Flatbush. Y'all already know the vibes. That's, that's I don't, <laughs> I played the fifth on that. <laughs> uh, Zayla, I, I have another question for you, you know, because it's not just basketball, right? You're, you're an all-world speller. How, how, how do you manage the two, right? Because usually when you talk about athletes, people have a preconceived notion that athletes aren't the, the most smart people mm. on the world, but you obviously have found a way to balance the two. How, how do you dedicate time to Amazing. becoming the best speller you can be while also dedicating time to basketball. Absolutely. Uh, the way I did that was kind of like just time management, I guess. Mm. I mean, uh, like when I was uh, when I was doing spelling, I kind of basketball took a little bit of a back burner during that time because I couldn't do all of it mm. at full strength at once. So basketball took a little bit of a back burner. But uh, after I finished, now basketball is com coming back up. But also, time management really did play a big role, just knowing how to, like, just do this and then do that and then do this all in a yeah. manner. How do you... How do you prepare for that? Yeah, yeah that was going to be my question. Yeah, because I want to know. I think everyone knows how you can, you know, prepare for or practice basketball, right? You do drills, you shoot, you dribble, you, you work out and running and all that stuff. That, that's all in the arena of practicing. But when it comes to spelling... Yeah, you can practice how to spell certain words, but it doesn't mean that that's the word that's going to be asked, you know, of you to spell when you're on the stage. So what is the practice like when trying to compete in something as huge as the spelling bee? Right. Uh, basically, I would just, it's just for me, I would just sit at a, the, a computer screen or something like that. And I have this um, app that I use that I would just study words on and you can get words some words are more likely to come up in a spelling bee than others. Mm. So you could try to study the words that are more likely to come up in a spelling bee. So that's just how I study uh, and try to just do that, just study while getting a good grip of how, what words are likely to come up. What words are likely to come up? Are they from like certain like languages that you get more of? Like if they're French derived or Latin or, you know, like are there those type of words or just like common words that we use like every day or not every day? I'm not sure. <laughs> well, typically, I mean, typically every different type of spelling bee chooses different type of words, but typically uh, they like to go with words that like if you know what you're doing, you know how to spell them. Like it's kind of like a word that if you know, like it's a long thing of roots, which is like what language does this at what at this in this word. If you know what you're doing, you're going to get the word right, probably. But it's also mm. a good way of weeding out those who maybe don't know or have forgotten because they might not be able to get the word right. Mm. What's the what's the hardest word to spell? There's a lot of hard words to spell. Like what's, what's the hard, what's the hardest you think? 
Was there a word that eliminated you from a spelling bee in the past? Uh, he said, uh, no, I'm a winner. <laughs> Winners yeah, win. We're talking, hey, to, the, we're talking to the goat right me, now. Don't ask me that ridiculous listen, this question, is... peasant. Okay. <laughs> hey, How listen. This is, the, this, is the bad, this is the bad influence I was talking about, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> I have gotten out on words. I have. There is uh, some words. I'm trying to remember them because, you know, I, I uh, conveniently forget all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Can you can you can you can you give me a Chris a word real quick and we'll try to spell it? Oh, Fast. I would. Oh, Lord, give please, please, give, please give do it. Because right, remember, this, be we're talking to a genius right now. I, w- I want to try to do one. Give give me a give me an easy one though. An easy one? Why? easy one? Give me an easy one. Give Chris a hard one. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's see. Um, try. This is an easy one. Try. Right. Bill Dung's Roman. Uh, That's a word. Yes, let's see. <laughs> say it again. Say it one more time. Bill Dung's uh, Bill Dung's Roman. Uh, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly, and it's kind of the beginning, especially spelled exactly how it sounds. Oh, when that it- was helpful. So B I L L. Okay. Let's- <laughs> wait. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> she said it was exactly how I say it. She said, "Okay, oh, we're man. off to a terrible start." Next oh word. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll start you off. B I L and then D. Okay. B I L D O N. U N. U N. Can you say the last part of the word again? I've never heard this word before in my life. <laughs> this is so bad. Bill <laughs> Dung's Roman. Oh, like ramen, like top ramen. R A M. Oh, forget it. Go to Chris. 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 Sorry. That was the easy word. That was the, the give, hard give word. Chris one real quick. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a writer. You yeah, feel me? Give Chris I, I, one. He write, right. Let's see. By the way, he writes for NBA teams, so just know if he gets this wrong, we yeah, oh, yeah, I really try. I mean, to he's me not up. writing the Declaration of Independence. All right. So. Let's give Chris one. hit me. What you got? What you got? Give Chris one. Let's see. Uh, Wakuya. That's easy. What? That's a word? You, wait, say that again. Blocklia. Oh, that's easy. Blo- I could do that. Blocklia? Mm-hmm. Um, so is it like BL? Um, I would assume after that is an A. Um <laughs> K or C. B-L-A-K-L-E-A, something like that. What? What did you just spell? <laughs> Blocklia, right? That's not the word. This just shows us how smart she is. Okay. Is... Uh, I, I was being a bit unfair there. The, oh. the word is spelled B-A-I-L-E-A-T-H-A-C-L-I-A-T-H. But... Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> How are we supposed to get that? You should, you should do that. You should have a, 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 a talk show or something where people... That's crazy. Where You need a talk show. Like, is... you need a Y'all show didn't see TV. the video of... And Zaila, I don't know if you saw this, the video of... This was, I want to say, the All-Star game in 2014, 2015, what? I want to say. What? And Steph Curry actually spells super, super califragilistic correctly. What? He did. Is that, he is that a hard it. word, though? Let, let the go talk. So. Is out, that a hard really word? Not that hard. It's just a lot of letters. Yeah. Is it a hard word? It's, it's not not really. It's just a lot of letters. Uh, you you can kind of get lost in the word, but other than that, okay. it's a hard word. So I got a question for you for my for my mental. When you get lost uh, in in a word, is there something you say to yourself? Like it's like 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 let's say like the pressure's on because if you say one wrong letter, you're 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 out, right? Yes. So so like, what do you say to yourself to not like skip ahead? Like how how do you relax yourself under pressure? Oh yeah. Mm. I don't really feel pressure that much, but I can, like, when I'm in the midst of a word, like, I can be going somewhere and I'm like, wait, wait, wait what's the word again? And then, to, right. and a spelling bee, you get a chance to start over. Like, you can start mm. the word over, which is a really helpful thing. And then you can, like, recalibrate and then just go mm. back to it. And uh, one of my worst things with that, I get lost in words, is when they have a G or a J, because I have this ridiculous speech defect, kind yeah. of, where G's and J's oftentimes come out the wrong way around. See, that's what yeah. just happened with the word you gave me. I was that's saying <laughs> certain letters that's and yeah, it was coming out as numbers. I have a speech uh, defect also. It's called I'm from New York and everything sounds extremely oh different than how I want oh it to come out. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't want to tell you, but we did a project together that's coming out this summer. We can't tell you guys what it is, but we filmed a project together for about how long was that day? 
Was it like Who's 12 we? hours? Wait, who is we? You and Zayla? Me and the goat. We were in Philly. We were what? in Philly filming. Yep. Yep. Well, we can't tell you. I'm just how, happy how long to be was that here. day? I'm just happy to be in the presence of greatness, apparently, because <laughs> just, I'm just I, think, happy I, was, to be I here. think it was like a 12 hour day. So wow. yeah, I think yeah, it comes out this summer. So stay tuned. Is it for that. okay? Can you give me a hint? Is we it can't, like unfortunately we can't is say anything? Is it a commercial? Anything. Is it a TV we can't, show? We can't oh say nothing. my goodness. Just know, just know the goat when it was her time to go, she was the goat okay, when I had to do it. So it is it's video. It's not like photos or something. It's video. I don't know. I don't know. We can't tell you what it is. I didn't want to tell you guys, but I can't. <laughs> but I do want to ask you this, Ayla. Obviously, you've had so much success at such a young age. And I mean, you've competed on the biggest stage possible when it comes to spelling. And do you consider yourself a role model? And more specifically, mm. do you consider yourself a role model for young Black girls who mm. tend to not have that many role models? Obviously, you know, that's changing and we're seeing more, you know, black faces in the media space, whether it's television and sports and everything in between. But, you know, there's still a huge discrepancy between the role models of a certain demographic versus another. Do you consider yourself one? And is that something that you feel pressure to continue to be? Mm. I feel kind of like a partial role model is kind of just in the eye of the beholder to kind of take something out of a different phrase. So, like, uh, you kind of pick a role model. So if a girl, I will hope that some young African-American girls look at me and say, hey, maybe I can do, not feel like, oh, I can't do this just because of who I am. This has never been done. But, like, if I, anybody can look at me and view me as a role model. But I don't really feel pressured to do that. I just try to be my best, and that's about it. Like, I can't do anything more than that. So I hope oh. some young people see me as a role model and I'll just tr make sure that I'm the right uh just make sure that I do the right thing so I'm a good role model if they choose to see me as one I think Zyla, where'd they send you from they, they sent you from the future <laughs> uh, are, are you from the year 2075 there needs to be more more of you that that was a beautiful no it's answer. so powerful I, and I think also it's really important to remember because I think a lot of the times when you know you have young women or young men mm. as well in such a position where so many eyes are on them, you forget that they're still growing and learning and figuring things out themselves and they're changing from day to day. I mean, if all of us here think about what we were doing and who we were at 14 versus yeah. where we are at this life, it's so drastically different. Yeah. What are some of the things that in such, such a short amount of time from before you know the whole world knew you to this very point, what are some of the things that have changed about you? Mm. Uh, since people first met me, uh, uh, met uh, over television and stuff, what has changed? Not much. I think I might be a little goofier now. Mm. <laughs> but, um, I I'm a bit more outgoing, that's for sure, because I had a lot of crack. Like, I've always been an extrovert, but I'm, like I'm kind of like a Cinderella extrovert. Like, I have a period of time in which I'm an extrovert, but after that, I kind of want to go back into my shell type stuff. So I've gotten a lot of practice, like speaking with people and learning how to extend my timer, so to speak, for how long I can be comfortable out and socially and stuff. So I say that's mostly what's changed about me. You're my spirit animal, girl, because that's me. Once that social meter runs out, it is time to go. Okay? It's time to be out. It's been real, but I got to go. Yeah. I already know the vibes. Zayla, I got I got another question for you. Is are are you only spelling words or do you know how to spell like last names, like NBA player last names? Uh depends on what NBA last uh-huh. Uh this is what I'm talking about. We're gonna throw you a couple NBA player oh, last Lord. names and see if you can spell them. <laughs> oh my goodness. You ready? Yeah, nah, we we putting the pressure on. She said she don't feel no pressure, but she's on certified buckets. You feel me? We gotta we gotta give her what we got. You ready for this? Uh, <laughs> she said, you want me to spell some words? I got to see some bread, okay? This ain't for the free, okay? How much cash you got? Because my skills are not free anymore. Those days are behind me. Uh, let's let's start with, the first one should be easy, right? By your standards. You know, Do you know how to spell Giannis Anandokounmpo? I knew, I knew that was going to be you guys. Giannis, you, uh, all of it? All, all. The, whole, the whole thing. Giannis Anandokounmpo. G I A N N I S A N T E T O K O U M P O. What the? 
Listen, in all, all fairness, right, well, that's, there are people I who've cannot, been it. There I can't even get been... it looking at the paper. I'm looking at Chris if I was even, if, Chris can't yeah. even say his name correctly. I, I, <laughs> yes, I number one. Yes, I can. Wait, you talking about the other? No, Chris. Lethal no, no, can't lethal, even say his oh, name damn, correctly. Well, I gotta be the no. <laughs> none of us can spell that. Like Giannis, my guy. Like I, I'm looking at the name and I was spelling it wrong. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's give you another one. This one should probably be a little easier, right? Uh, Jonas Valanciunas. I knew that was coming up. Oh, uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Where is he from again? Basically, um, he is from. I will tell you right now, Valanciunas. I should know where he's from. He's from Lithuania, actually. I know before it came up. He's from Lithuania. All right, Jonas Valanciunas. All right. Oh yes, I know. I know him. Yeah, J O N A S V A L A N. Uh oh. C I U N A S. Oh my God! Oh, she didn't even man. know. Hold up, she, she you messed up on one. No, she didn't. She got his name <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't you try to play get... her. Oh my that goodness! That was great. Listen, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's a crazy. lot. It's a lot. It seems like it should be such an easy thing, right? Spelling. We use words all of the time, but when you actually get down to it, you realize how vast the vocabulary is of the world because it's not just words. You know, in the U.S., there's so many words that aren't even yeah. used yeah. in our 50 states that are used elsewhere in the world that count as words. It's, it's, it's a never ending, just like amount of knowledge. Does your head ever hurt? Do you ever just say, you know what? Don't ask me to, <laughs> don't ask me anything. My head has too much knowledge and I can't function right now. I just need to chill. I need to relax. I need to just vibe out. Uh, no, I got a pretty big hit. So I, <laughs> I, Oh, that's funny. So what do you do outside of basketball? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. We got one more. We got oh, one more name that she got yet. Now nah, you got three. Jesus, two I mean, those two are the two good. hardest ones. Let's this is the last one. No, I got one that's a little harder. You know what I'm saying? This is the spell of each hand. We got to come. We got to bring it. Certified bucket style. All right. Last one, Zayla. I promise you. Then I'm going to let you go. This player's name is Sandro Mamu Kelashvili. Oh, he's come from, on. He's from Georgia. I'm not even going to let her do that one. Like, come yes, on. you can. I believe in her. First of all, I know she can I've do it. I've never heard of this guy before Who is in my that? life. He's Who not is even he? NBA. What team does he play for? He's, he's, he plays on the Milwaukee Bucks. He went to Seton Hall. He torched the oh, Nets multiple times this year. About. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. put some respect on Sandro's name. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You don't have to spell his name. You don't have to spell his name if y'all want to. Me and Ash are giving you the pass. You don't got to. Let's move on. Don't take the bait. Right. I do want to ask. I think she's a she's a competitor. I think she wants to spell it. What's up? Uh, can you <laughs> say this that word again? Yeah, his last name is Mamu Kelashvili. Where is he from? Uh, Russia, Georgia. Russia, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia is like a city in Russia, I believe. Oh yeah, Georgia. Yeah. Okay. You don't. She know that. She's smarter than us. You t- you trying to explain to her like? <laughs> hey, listen. Like, she know exactly. She know the vibes. <laughs> Mamu, wait, say that again. Mamu Kelashvili. You don't even know how to say the name, He's and you want her not to spell even it. Pronouncing it correctly. Right. Just move. Hey, on. listen, I'm I'm pronouncing. She's got it. Y'all over here trying to take away from what she could do. She knows how to spell his name. <laughs> uh, Mamu, M A M U. Yeah. K. H E L A S H B I L. Oh my God. Oh no, this is always the time. Was it right? <laughs> yeah. What? Pretty much. <laughs> she just forgot the last I on his name. My gosh, really. How do you get that out of that name? I was not, I was not done. I was working on it. I know. She said, let her but, finish, yeah. Christian. Let her Dang. finish, bro. She's good. She's good. She's good. That's it. Y'all were the ones saying, asking if she was right. I didn't, I didn't. Well, I, we gotta clap all, it up. We gotta clap it I'm up. I'm asking if one. she's right because I can't spell it. So I have no way of knowing I, I, whether it's that wrong. That was amazing. That, let, that was let's incredible. Get to the next one, though, Ash, but that was amazing. Outside oh of being just a spelling phenom and a basketball just goddess. What do you do in your free time? Are you watching any TV shows? Are you Netflixing anything? Are you binge watching anything? What What do you do when you're not just being great at everything else? Um, <laughs> I I'm gonna say that I like to babysit my two year old brother. Um, <laughs> off, uh, 
I also I like I've been recently working on playing piano and learning Spanish. You play the piano too? I work. <laughs> oh my goodness! And she and she's learning Spanish, Christian. I know you know you took some high school Spanish. Go ahead. Nah, we gonna we gonna punt on that one. I'm over here, <laughs> I'm over here sounding like I speak French talking about we we we. But going back to to basketball because I want to get your NBA or WNBA comparison. This is always a fun game for me. When you look at your skill set, when you look at the way that you play, when you look at your mentality when you play and all of that, your competitiveness, your winning mentality, is there a player, whether WNBA, whether NBA, that you would compare your game to? My basketball game or my mentality? Um, let's do mm, let's do separate ones. Let's do oh. bas let's do your basketball skill we set comparison worthy. and let's do your your basketball mentality comparison. We are not worthy. I would like to compare my game to Chris Paul, especially. Mm. And I also listen to the, I mean Watson James Harden. I like Chris Paul, the way Chris Paul plays because it's so mental. And like the way he just always knows, like you listen to him talking about post-game analysis. And it's like he knows stuff that you didn't even notice. Like he knows where all his teammates are, what's happening, what the other team's doing. And I like, I definitely like that. And then the way his handles are, I have handles a little bit better than his. Oh! <laughs> okay. He said, call me the point guard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> snap. Admittedly, probably not as good as his. But uh, you get the idea. Yeah. My mentality, I would say, is very reminiscent of Diana Taurasi because she kind of like when she's on the court, she wants to take you out. But at the same time, she's nice and she's like, when you fall down, she'll help you up or, or something like that. Like she is competitive, but it's, she doesn't take it to the point where it's like she forgets to also be also be kind and stuff. Yeah, mm. she's competitive, but she's compassionate. Okay. Best of you're playing a game right now. Best of 21. First to get to 21 is the winner. It's you versus Lethal Shooter. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Best of 21. Who's taking the dub? Uh hey, are you are you a uh, fast or slow? Uh right now I'm still kind of fast. But I, I saw you in action that day in Philly. You you you're, <laughs> you 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 was holding your own against some top flight guys. So Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. She, she's so that's smart. a polite way of saying that she would school you. Oh, she'll school. <laughs> <laughs> she's oh not, my goodness! But she doesn't post her um plan. She she just posts like highlights and stuff. She's actually really good at basketball. Like I saw her play um on on the thing we were doing, and because you know some people when they're doing um just certain type of videos, it's just for that moment. Yeah. But when she was playing, you can tell like she really knows the game. Like she's saying like she has like that Chris Paul feel. She's always ahead of the game. She doesn't even show her much. She has a good spin. You you like the spin move a lot, huh? Uh, yes. You know. Yeah, yeah. See, I've been watching. <laughs> See, that's the one thing about this, Ashley and Chris. You got to watch your opponent because you never know if you got to play against them. So she likes to spin. She likes to, like, when she comes at you downhill, she likes to uh, use her footwork to throw you off balance, to shift you. I've been watching you. So just know when that time comes, hey, I'm going to be ready. What would you say? Oh! What would you say Zayla's best move is or her best asset as a basketball player? And how would that match up against your best asset? Uh, uh -huh. I, I feel like she doesn't get enough credit, like I said, only because she doesn't post. But she's a really good person to feel for the game. Like she's not one of those, like I said, she's posting these these clips that are beyond amazing but she doesn't post the real basketball which i know she knows how to play so i think her biggest gift and i could be wrong you you correct me her gift is just to feel like she's never behind in the game she knows like like she said chris paul she knows if she's looking this way and wants to throw the bounce pass here she can do that she's never caught off guard am i wrong nope yeah i would say oh, i would say with me my biggest is like i play well with players like a uh, chris paul or uh having her on my team or having like, I was always dominant with a, a player who can read me because I'm very wise on the court. So if I have a smart point guard, I was able to score a lot because that point guard, I didn't have to look at he or she because we always were on the same level. And I feel like that's the type of collect connection people like me and her have because we we study the game and we understand the feel for the game. 
Christian, See, you work Christian, you work with the Brooklyn Nets. I need you to set up Zayla and Lethal versus James Harden <laughs> and Kyrie Irving. Oh my god. Kyrie would actually do that though. <laughs> Kyrie would you know Kyrie loves like actual like little girl hoopers you yeah. know he would definitely put the time in yeah you know what let's see what well you know Kyrie can't even go into Barclays Center so that's yeah. it we can set it we can set it up in LA or Philly or some places yeah. not a mandate we'll let's be fine see. hey let's nah, make that it would be a good that would be a good team tandem right there I, I, I'll let I'll let her like we say uh, Ash I'll let her be the MJ and I'll just be the Pippin because she knows as soon as she kick it I'm gonna knock it down for her Listen, Zayla, we are, we've had so much fun hanging out with you. I so am much, so yeah. good to see you again. I had, it was, you were probably one of the, my favorite people that I spoke to at the SI Awards. You just have so much class and so much wisdom beyond your years. And if I was half the woman that you were at 14, who knows what I would be right now? I could be the yeah. president of the United States, maybe, instead of hanging out with these two guys. Yeah. But, oh my goodness. <laughs> Look at how she I'm drags us. Kidding. Um, what's next before we let you go? What's next in your world? What should we obviously the, the project you got with lethal that we can't know about, but outside <laughs> of that, anything we can know about that we should be looking out for. Looking out for, I'm going to be playing summer basketball. I didn't play oh. winter basketball. I'm going to be playing summer basketball with a uh, Fairfax stars, which is a team that a top girl near AZ Phillip played on. So she's at UConn mm. now. Yeah. Mm. That's what I'm looking forward to coming up. Turn up. Exciting. I love it. Thank you so much for stopping by the show, Zayel. It was so nice having you. Um, yeah, no, this is this is dope. Yeah, this was amazing. And thank you for taking the time to um because we know how many interviews you probably get to talk about the same things, but the enthusiasm that you show behind it just shows how much you love it. Um and we, we just appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to just talk basketball and talk life with us. Okay. Uh, you're welcome. I will. <laughs> I guess see you guys later. Yeah. Uh, see you yeah. later. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> All right. Uh, bye. Later, Z. I believe it's my brother Lethal's time to take over in, with his segment. Before we end the show, it's time for my segment. You know what they say. Shoot for the moon, even if you miss. You'll eventually get buckets. Okay, thank you, Josh. That's, that was Yo, a good Josh one. is getting better. Good. Good. Josh, Josh is like five one. That's right. It's a certified bucket it. of the week. Verified with our stamp of approval, it's the certified bucket of the week. I have to give this to somebody. Like I, I, I don't think I've since I've. I think I've never seen it. She's a one of one. Ayoka Lee. Um, she scores sixty one points. Oh, wow. She plays for uh, Kansas State. And the one thing I was surprised, like. Her shooting window was perfect. Her guy hand is perfect. Her 61 her, points. 61 points, bro. Beat the dog. Beat, beat, just destroyed the Sooners. Like, <laughs> destroyed, oh my goodness. destroyed him. And if you go watch the clips, I mean, she's remarkable. And I, I feel like the media could have did a little bit more to push that it was 61 points. But you don't got to worry about it. We're going to push you on our show. So we just want to say, yeah. keep up the good work, girl power, and you're amazing. Yeah, you're lethal for sure. You're locked in. Ooh, I like yeah. what you did there. Yeah. Right. Ash, who you got? Who your certified bucket? I'm actually going to go ahead and go Jason Tatum. Listen. Okay. okay. I don't know cooking. if y'all... Uh, he was cooking Cook, I against mean, in, Washington. I was like, sent a double team or something. He had a 50-piece yeah. burger plus one. Yeah. I mean, it was with absolutely... The yeah, with the win. What's oh very goodness. important fact because it, what good is a 51-piece if you don't get the win? You know what I'm right. saying? But... <laughs> Listen, absolutely incredible. And it's almost unfair. And it's so frustrating to watch someone be able to put up those type of numbers and to know that the Celtics are eighth in the East. Like, yeah, it's right now they're sitting at 524 and 24. So I believe that makes them and they that puts them in the play-in in the current constructs of the playoffs. But I mean, it's just so frustrating to see someone put that type of that kind of stat line out there. And to just know the team is not even a top five contender. Like, get Jason yeah. Tatum some help, man. Like, you have yeah. a one-of-a-kind talent. Yeah. You have a superstar. You have a once-in-a-generational, once-in-a-generation type of player. Do not waste these years, yeah. Boston. Yeah. Get that man a team. Get that man some help. Get that man some consistency. 
and watch mm-hmm. how far this Celtics team can go. And that's almost blasphemy to say as a New Yorker because you know we don't rock with Boston sports. Right. But I mm-hmm. am a basketball enthusiast and I cannot continue to see Jason Tatum put up these type of numbers knowing that the Celtics are not going to do anything when it matters. I can't. Mm. It's a travesty. Man, you remember like I was talking about in our last episode, we got to get Boston Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. Make it happen. I, now yeah. Yeah. Fred now Van Vliet. I got to agree with you. Get him Aaron Fox. <laughs> yeah. Find a way. Find a way to make it yeah. happen. Um, my certified bucket is on this podcast. Oh Lethal God, Shooter. Oh. Lethal Shooter on his Instagram, shooting the hook shots <laughs> on the three-point line, not missing. On the other side of the oh floor, taking the ball, throwing it over the top of his head, <laughs> making that joint, shooting shots from 80 feet out, cash. How you do it, brother? You what, What's in your hands? Man. You you wearing a special, like, transparent glove that we can't see? Does the ball got a <laughs> magnet on the bottom of the net? Like, like what's happening? Just, just in the gym. Not you know. a magnet on the bottom of the net. <laughs> Listen, just in conspiracy the gym, theories. Six, six times, six, about six hours a day. Uh, I, I don't post, I mean, I post my stories, but I, I shoot every single day except Sunday. So, I mean, it's a blessing that I'm, I'm able to still, um, you know, have people want to follow. The, the way you feel about that vote, you know, yeah. that's the way I feel about, like, man, you know, I have two million followers on a platform. Like, two yeah, million. I, I never thought I could be able to do something like that. And um, Tell all your followers to cash up you a dollar. That's that's a good one. I mean, I, I, I got I to gotta get... I gotta, see, I got to get some... I got to get hit with you. I got to probably do one of the NFTs or something. Come I got to do yeah, something. Bro. Yeah, I got to do something. Yeah, we go, we go get you something. Yeah. Nah, that's fine. Nah, but yeah, bro, you my you my you my uh certified bucket, bro. You I, I already told you you inspired me on Thanksgiving yeah. after you that you ate. I, you said you was full as hell, man, but then like shoot, ten man. minutes later you back on in the live. gym. I'm like, yep. what? But said he ate five plates. Yeah, well, how yeah. else you gonna how else you gonna go ahead and and burn off those calories? You gotta I shoot. I know. It's gotta other train. ways. Gotta train. I mean, it's, it's other ways. This is a family podcast, sir. This yeah. is a family podcast. <laughs> Lethal, I appreciate you, man. You, you the man, brother. You I, too, I, man. I, I, hey, man. I told you before. You're, you're, you're you voting for All Star Games. That's huge, bro. You're, you're. Bro. that's legendary. Like, I mean, bro, you got, you got robots ducking the smoke, bro. <laughs> that robot, that robot don't want the smoke, my man. That's, oh, that, man. you, my, you my certified bucket. Thank of the week, you, man. Means a lot you. coming from you, man. My All Star voter. On that lethal shooter, you know the you see, man. you see, you see, Astrodomus. Astrodomus don't like when we give each other the pot. Right? She, she don't, you know what I mean? Astrodomus. Okay. It's, it's, like it's how black men supposed to be with one another. You feel me? It's, well, it's, it's not enough love. Note, it's to, not enough black man to black man love. I hate to interrupt this little love fest, but that is a wrap for this episode of Certified Bucket. Ash is the fed. She's shutting down this black man. This is a time show. This is. I'm the point guard. I run the point. She's I the Michael sure Jordan, we're... unfortunately, and right. you know you're Pippin, and I'm oh my I'm Steve Kerr, Pippin. So. All right, all right. So that is a wrap for another amazing episode of Certified Buckets, fellas. How are you feeling? We did it. Another show yeah. under our belts. I'm feeling. I'm feeling real toxic. You feel me? You <laughs> what <over> else <laughs> is new? <laughs> you brought the future. You brought the future. Uh, the future compound. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. No such thing. <laughs> but you guys, you guys, go ahead and do yourself a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Rate five stars and drop a review if you're listening on Apple. And shoot your shot on social media at Certified Buckets. No vowels in the word buckets. And we are on all social media platforms. We want to hear from you. And if you come correct, you might just hear your comments on our next show. Until next week, we out. Peace. Peace. I'm COVID free! (laughs) A fool.